Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled mompreneur who hits snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned how to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can learn how to stop picking at your kids' leftover food, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of the to-do list so you go to bed feeling fantastic about your day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Perlman. This is the Healthy Habits for Life show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Today's topic is help. I fell off the wagon. And what I mean by that, there are lots of wagons we could potentially fall off of, but what I mean by that is what happens when you were in a good groove and you had formed a habit and then something happens and threw you off and here you are back at square one. And what I want you to know is that you are not alone. It happens to all of us. It happens to the best of us. It happens to me. In fact, I'm in the middle of it right now. And I figured, you know, whenever I'm going through something, I know that there are other people going through it as well. And so I decided to share what I'm using to help myself get back on track in the hopes that it will be helpful for you. And one thing I know is that this is the reality. As wonderful as you may become in creating healthy habits and daily habits, which I hope that you are and you will continue to, there are going to be interruptions. You know, it just happens, life happens, whether it's illness or travel or deadlines or job stress or family stress or whatever it is, bad weather, things are going to happen that are going to get in the way. And ideally, as we're working on creating daily habits for whatever goal you're working on, we are working on our problem solving skills so that we can adapt when there are challenges that get in the way we can adapt and persist through them or despite them. But again, I know it's going to happen that sometimes we are going to get disrupted. And one of the greatest things that you can learn rather than beating yourself up and getting overly mad at yourself and giving up, the best thing you can do is work on resetting as quickly as possible. And that is so huge because you can go from having some kind of disruption that maybe derails you for a few days or maybe a few weeks, but then you stop the bleeding right there and you get back on track rather than enabling that to go on for longer. And then weeks turn into months and turns into many months and then turns into a year. And then before you know it, you say, you know, this whole year I've been totally off track and now I have to start all the way from the beginning. So learning to reset as quickly as possible is going to be one of the greatest things that you can do to help yourself recover from these little diversions. And so I'm sharing with you today my five best tips for getting back on track when something derails you. I'm going to use the exercise habit because that's what I'm going through right now. 
you know, there's been a lot going on from this crazy COVID winter that we had. My whole family had COVID and it went on for seven weeks, one after another. Um, it was really stressful. It was really a rough winter. And I feel like it took me all of February to recover from not physically necessarily, but to recover from the stress of that and the impact of the stress did on me. And so I found it, you know, I tried to hang on to my good habits as best as I could, but I definitely got out of the top routine that I had been in before then. So here I am. It's March. I also had a lot of wonderful family events going on in March, and I had to put a few things aside to focus on getting ready for that. And that was worth it. That was wonderful. But now that the the chaos is past us, we're getting back into a normal routine. I'm ready to get back at it. So what to do when you need to reset? So the first step is to start tomorrow. There is never going to be a perfect time. And the more the more allowance you give yourself to kind of quote unquote, get back on track, then the longer it's gonna take, the more you're missing out and the harder it's going to be to get back on track. So when you have noticed that you got derailed and it's time to get back on track, start the very next day. And that's, yeah, again, I just wanna reiterate that that is one of the best things you can learn to do is to shorten the amount of time that you get derailed. Okay, so now I'm ready. Tomorrow is gonna be my day one and I'm going to get back at it. So how do I begin? The next um, tip I have for you, number two, is to create a plan. You know, if you follow me, you know how much I am a believer of using a planner and using it in a lot of detail to organize your day because you can't wish for time to do all the things that you want to do. You have to create the time and you have to really strategize with your time. So if your goal like mine is to get back into the exercise habit, then you got to take out the planner take out your calendar and decide when is this going to happen? Is it going to be in the morning? Is it going to be in the afternoon? Is it going to be in the evening? None of them may be ideal, but you got to find the, the, the most doable and, and the time that's going to be most possible for you. It's going to require some willpower. It's going to require a big push from yourself, but find the the time that's going to have the least amount of resistance. Mark it in your calendar so that you know exactly what's going on. At this time in the day, I'm going to do, and then be very specific, what it is that you're going to do in terms of that new habit. So we have it in the planner. And once you have it in that planner, I want you to pause for one extra minute and just think, is there anything that could possibly derail me from getting this done at this time? Do I need to problem solve? Might other people need me at that time? In which case I need to let them know I'm going to be unavailable. So if you need something from me, ask me in advance, or you're going to have to wait until afterwards. Um, are there other possible disruptions? Do you need to turn off your phone? Do you need to put your email on unavailable? Um, do you need to get dinner made in advance so that you are ready to do your own um, your own exercise? Whatever it is, try to anticipate what the possible problems or obstacles obstacles could be so that you can problem solve in advance. And you may also need to tell the people around you, this is my plan, so you can expect that and know that I am unavailable. And then the next thing, tip number three, is to start small. It's hard. It's hard to get back at it if you got derailed. So don't expect to pick up exactly where you left off. Just start small. And by small, I might, I mean, maybe even teeny tiny. Maybe you just put on your workout clothes and lie on a yoga mat for five minutes and just practice stopping what you're doing during the day and devoting some time to yourself. Maybe you do just a five or 10 minute version of whatever it is that you're trying to build up to. 
because that's going to feel really doable. And if, and if the target activity feels more doable, then you're more likely to get started. Of course, we all know what happens. Once you get started, usually we tend to go on for longer because now we realize, oh, this is, you know, this is doable. I can do this. But it's just getting over that hurdle of getting started. And so if you make the target behavior really small, you're going to have a better chance of getting started. I know you might feel like, oh, well, it's not worth it. If I'm only walking for 10 minutes or if I'm only on my bike for 10 minutes, it's not worth it. And that's not true. Something is always better than nothing. And think about the big picture. You are working on reestablishing the habit. And so even if it's small today, it's getting you back to the bigger activity down the road. I call this my placeholder technique. So you're just holding that place during your day when you're going to do this activity where you're creating this habit and it might evolve over time. It might get longer. It might get more intense. It might get harder. It might get more complex. Um, but you're just creating that placeholder. Of, this is the time in the day when I'm going to do this activity. And then number four is to create a system for accountability. A lot of people find it's hard when you're just accountable to yourself. It's very easy to blow that off. It's very easy to make excuses or to believe that there are obstacles. But once you make your intention known to other people, well, then you make it harder to blow it off. And that could look like a lot of different things. Maybe you make it known to the, your family or the people that you live with, this is what I'm doing at this time of day and feel free to remind me and check in on me and see if I'm ready, if I'm doing it, how it went. Maybe you send a message to a friend or family member that you don't live with and just say, hey, my plan today is to get on my bike at four o'clock. Can you text me at five and let me know and ask me if I did it? When you know that that person is going to text you, you are going to get it done because you're not going to want to have to reply to them and say, oh, yeah, no, sorry, I blew that off. That's going to feel terrible. So just knowing that that accountability is in place is going to provide some more incentive to get it done. Uh, you know, there's this great website, it's called Focusmate, and I recently learned about this. I haven't used it myself, but I know a lot of people who have, and it's an accountability service for strangers, basically. And so from what I understand, you can go on this website, sign up for a time block when you know you need to commit to do something, and someone else is also going to sign up for that time block, and therefore you hold each other accountable. You're each doing your own thing, but you you kind of hold yourself accountable because you've agreed to be there for someone else. So you don't want to let them down and they don't want to let you down. And so it's kind of a mutually beneficial situation. And, you know, you can also make a plan. I do this trick all the time when I'm feeling a little wishy-washy about my exercise habit. I'll often make a plan with a friend and say, Hey, let's go walking today. Or, Hey, let's do yoga on zoom today. And that way I know it's going to get done. If someone else is planning on doing it with me, I'm not going to blow them off. And so I know that it will get done. This works for me all the time when I'm feeling shaky with my habit, which you know what? It does happen to me all the time. As much as I, I'm pretty consistent and you, if you follow me, you know that it's really important to me, but I have my moments too. And I definitely have the times when I need to rely on my accountability partners as well. And then tip number five that I want to share is to just take it one day at a time. You know, we all start at day one. When you look at someone who has a, an amazing streak for consistency, they started at day one too. This rings true for me because I like to spin and a lot of people kind of create these streaks for um, days of spinning and go for badges to reach milestones, 25, 50, 100, 200, 500. 
and it can feel so daunting and impossible. You know, how in the world am I going to get to a hundred rides? But everybody starts at the same place. Everybody starts at day one. You almost have to set the goal, know that your goal is to get to 100, but then put it aside and just focus on one day at a time. And one turns to two, turns two turns to five, five turns to 25, and little by little, you are on your way. So just take it one day at a time. Don't focus on the big picture. Know that it's there, but don't focus on it day in and day out. Just focus on what you need to do on that given day. And then one day you're going to wake up and realize that you are on your way, that this habit is feeling more consistent. It's going to feel more automatic. The more you do it, it's going to take less effort. It will feel more automatic. And it's just what you do. You don't even engage in the questions. Do I feel like doing it? Do I want to do it? Does it feel easy? Does it, you know, am I motivated? You sidestep all of those questions and it's just what you do. There you have it, my five tips for regaining your consistency when you fell off the wagon. I hope they are helpful. As always, I would love to hear from you. If you have followed me for a while, you've probably heard some of these tips. I'd love to know which, if any, really work for you. And if you are just hearing this for the first time, let me know what you think and check in down the road and let me know how it goes. And good luck to you. I'm right there with you working to get my exercise habit back on track. So let's do this together. Okay, thanks for joining me today. Hope I'll see you back next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you love today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.